There's no trophy more valuable than a man's wife. You say protect black women, but he ain't do it right. So now there's rules. I'm Dr. Seuss. The place is always right. On a stage, at the school, at the job, in a pool. You think it's just about a joke, then you need better sight. There's people fed up. Enough's enough. It's on sight. We've been clean his whole career. Been taking jabs left and right. Kept it moving. Kept it tight. You want to keep him meek and nice? Nah. Protection is not just from physical harm. It's mental, psychological. Yes, sound the alarm. Because y'all going to stop playing so much. You don't know what people going through. You want black love as long as it's not radical. Chris Rock been off cold for a while. When black people boycott, he laughs at us. Wow. And all these hypotheticals, y'all reach and let it go. Yes, dignity's worth a fight. Love will make you go to blows. You watch slap that the slap on Real Housewives. But let a man stay for his wife. Now you traumatized. They're trying to make Will Smith the face of violence. But mention Breonna Taylor's killers. And it's silence. Domestic violence affects millions, both women and men, of every race and religion, culture and status. It's not just punches and black eyes. It's yelling, humiliation, stalking, manipulation, coercion, threats, and isolation. It's stealing a paycheck, keeping tabs online, nonstop testing, constant use of silent treatment, or calling someone stupid so often they believe it. I, too, am a survivor of domestic abuse, so every month we rededicate our lives to breaking the cycle. If you need assistance or want to talk to someone about domestic violence, call 1-866-331-9474 to speak with a trained peer advocate. This is Desmond Price from the Independent Thought Podcast. You are now listening to Chronicles of Divine Destiny. All right. Hey (laughs) y'all, welcome back to another episode of Chronicles of Divine Destiny podcast. Are you guys enjoying season five? I hope you are because I am enjoying recording it and I just want to say thank you for coming back each and every week 11 a.m. on Wednesday and listen to me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and, and all the many other other streaming platforms um that i am available on um season five is definitely uh, hilarious <laughs> i'm learning a lot about myself in this, these dating streets um it's been a learning experience and yeah hopefully things turn out better than what i'm hoping because <laughs> it's been a challenge <laughs> But anywho, let's get to the meat of it. Um, so I didn't think that I would actually talk about it, this situation, just because everybody in the world is talking about it. But I felt a need to talk about it because I feel triggered in a way by the situation. Um, when I say that I feel triggered, um, I do. So... Everyone knows about the infamous slap between Will Smith and um, Chris Rock. And um, yes, it was it's a lot. It's it was a lot. I understand both sides of the parties. Um, even though Chris said he still is processing everything, and um, which is understandable because it's to be slapped in publicly in front of a million people is it's a lot. And um, and Will himself is definitely, 
going through something mentally and I understand him too because I'm going through grief I suffer with depression and anxiety um, due to a lot of trauma that I experienced in my life without getting therapy and you know I'm 42 years old and I'm just working on myself so you know I understand both parties but what triggered me the most is the aftermath of the slap because I saw Chris Rock face like they showed a a video like exactly right after the slap and that definitely triggered me in a way that I never thought what I would be triggered by and I'm saying that because I have shared before about me being in a domestic violence relationship I never thought that I would be in one but as I am speaking more of my life and the history of my life and things that I've been through I've pretty much been in a domestic violence relationship in all of my serious relationships starting from the age of 14 and um as a grown woman I can acknowledge that because I'm aware of what a domestic violence relationship is now because I've shared before in the past that I didn't think that I was in a domestic violence relationship with my ex because I know how to fight. I was fighting back. I didn't have the black eyes, the bloody nose, um, the bruises. I didn't have any of those things because I can handle myself. And I thank God for that. And the city of D.C. Because <laughs> maybe it's tough growing up here. Um, you know, so... Yeah, I didn't think I was in an abuse relationship until I got into therapy and realized that I was. But to say this, the look on Chris' face was the embarrassment I felt the first time that I was slapped unexpectedly. Like, literally, the taste was slapped out of my mouth by my ex-boyfriend. And I'm just going to go in on a little story of how that actually happened. Um, I was dating this guy, you know, for seven years or whatever. And at this time, I'm like 25 and I am in college because I want to better myself. I'm like, you know, I want a degree. I want to be able to be proud of myself. I want to finish school. You know, that's something that I want to do. And I was very, you know, happy to be in school. I was doing so well, but I was in a very toxic, emotional relationship with someone that, you know, it was horrible to me. So at this time, it's exams. I'm doing great in school. Like, I was so surprised. Because if anybody knows me, when I was in school, I was not... I was smart. I just didn't like going. And I was just a, a menace. <laughs> I used to disrupt the class. I was a class clown. I was everything that you could name of. I was that. So I was happy to be excelling and doing so well. I was so surprised. But, you know it's instilled in me so um as exams it's sunday we just got a church um he got his car he cleaned his car out he, i think he was installing a radio in there because this was like back then where you could take the face off the radio so he got like this new radio he was installing it his best we went on his best friend's house his best friend just so happens to be married to his cousin so all the girls in the house we're talking we're laughing talking about school me being myself you know keeping the party on <laughs> his cousin cooked the food or whatever was cooking 
him and his best friend went outside. So I was like, oh, I need to start studying. And, you know, his cousin, oh, we can help you. We, you know, and I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, um, I had texted him. I was like, hey, you know, I said, can you get my books from out the car and bring them to me? And he didn't say nothing. So I was like, oh, let me just, maybe he just got the phone in the car, you know. So I went to the door and I was like, hey, um, can you give me um, my books out the car? And he was like, no, you come out here and get them. And like he said, like, real disrespectful. And I was like, I'm like, why? Like, I said, you're right there. He was like, I don't feel like I'm, got, I'm doing something. You come out here and get it. And I'm like, okay. So, I will admit, I was in my feelings, and I didn't like how he was talking to me. So, I went to my car to get um, to get my books, and I opened my car door, and my car door lightly, and I mean lightly, I didn't do what I wanted to do, because I, I was going to open it to like hit his car like real hard, but I opened the door, and it lightly tapped his car. And he came stomping around his car like, you hit my MFing car. And was like, whop, and slapped my face. And as I looked up, I saw his best friend standing in the door and saw him slap me and said nothing. All he did was walk back in the house and close the door. And I was so embarrassed, and I'm just, like, sitting there, and he's over me, just screaming, like, I told you to get your own books. I know you did that S-H-I-T on purpose. I know you did that to me on purpose. And I'm just sitting there looking, because I'm so embarrassed. Like, I'm like, I can't believe this man slapped me. Not only did he slap me, he slapped me in front of people. Embarrassed me. Like, everything was going in my head. I didn't know what to do. I was sitting there looking like, I can't believe this man just slapped me. So I said, okay. I'm just going to go home. Because I don't feel like fighting. It's just too much. I don't have the energy to fight. I got to study for my exams. Whatever. So I go in his cousin's house. And she see the look on my face, and she's like, what happened? I was like, oh, nothing. I'm just going to go home. She was like, no, what happened? What he do to you? I was like, it's fine. I'm just going to go home. So I'm in my car, and he's in his car talking smack. I don't care about you leaving. You can leave. You shouldn't have hit my car. And I'm just like, So I'm sitting in the car. And I back up, and everything in my head was like running to the back of his car. Running to the back of his car, Destiny. Running to the back of his car. And I was like, okay. Put my car in reverse. I pulled it all the way back, and I rammed it in the back of his car. Because I'm like, okay, you're going to slap me and think that is okay so I'm going to hit your prize possession, your car that you've been wanting for, like, ever. I didn't even do that much damage I, I wanted to. <laughs> and when I tell you, after I hit his car, this man ran up the hood of my car and was stomping 
the roof of my car till it came in and touched the top of my head. That's how hard he was stomping. And I was like, get over my car. Like, we outside. Like, a whole crazy scene. Like, the neighborhood is outside at this point. Watching us fighting. And <laughs> it just escalated so fast. And I drove off with him on top of the car. And he fell off. And he could have broke his neck. I could have killed him. Like, it was just so insanely crazy. And then when I heard saw like years later with this football player had that jump on the back of the truck of a car and his wife at the time drove off and he fell and broke his neck and stuff because she drove off with him on the car like going crazy it always flashed in my mind of that time me and him was fighting and that I could have killed him and I could have been in jail for killing him for him abusing me and um you know after that situation I didn't talk to him for like six months and you know we kind of like just moved on for that but we ended up getting back together and you know when I just sit and think about like those incidents between me and him because when I say I have stories I have seven years worth of stories of abuse and you know, it's just so crazy how you can be triggered by things and how you can react. And, you know, I know a lot of what he done to me, like physically. He grew up in a household where his father was physically abusing his mother. But, you know, his father did that because I know when men do that, they don't love the person. It's all about control. And, um his mother stayed and like his mother actually didn't fight back she would sit there and I remember I recall even still when I was dating him his father wasn't beating her on a regular but it has been times I've came to the house and I remember one time she had like a bump on her lip like a little swollen bump and I'm thinking like a mosquito or something bit her and I was like oh I said what happened to your mouth she was like oh girl my husband got mad and hit me in the mouth and I'm like and I said and you didn't fight back she was like I mean and I was like oh no like you gotta at least fight back and I just thought because I was fighting back that I was better but I wasn't and I stayed for seven years and after that I stayed actually a total of three more years with him and um yeah and I used to always argue with him when me and would fight and I was like why do you fight I said why the first thing that you think about is fighting me I was like you did you like when your father I said you used to get upset and want to fight your dad and do things you know to him for beating your mom I said why do you do the same thing to me you you say you love me why would you want to see me hurt like that? And one day he said, I'm going to just be honest with you. It doesn't make sense, but my reason for putting my hands on you is because I can see the hurt. He was like, with words, I can't hurt you with words. I don't know what to say to hurt you. With, with you, you hurt me with words. And so since I can't 
say words to you that hurt you back. I just, I fight you. He's like, I know it ain't right, but that's why I do it. And you know, trauma is, plays a huge part in Will Smith's situation, and it plays a huge part in my situation. And, you know, just watching that all play out, at first it was definitely... Like I can I was cheering Will on. I'm not even gonna lie, cause Chris Rock to be to me is very problematic. Um, when the you know people were boycotting the Oscars, he made jokes of them. Um, he's definitely uh, allow his YT friends to say the N word and not care. You know, giving them a pass to say it, and but. You know, even though he's done problematic things, still, you know, didn't deserve to be slapped in front of everybody. But I definitely understand why he was. And like I said before, trauma uh, plays a huge part in it. And um, I want to say this. If you're listening to this message today, male or female, because domestic violence is for men and women and you're triggered by my story and you realize that you're in a situation where you need to leave I suggest that you find the strength to go even if you gotta leave the state cause that's what I did actually how things ended with him you know God had been definitely trying to get me to leave him like he's done the worst I mean the worst up to me like the worst this man was horrible to me like I he just was the worst to me and you know I wouldn't leave him because I was dedicated I was dedicated I put in so much time I'm listening to ring the alarm I put in so much work I ain't going nowhere you know he found something better and he told me he didn't want me no more and like pretty much like don't mess up this new thing he got going and and everything and he broke up with me And, and that was the end of it and I was like okay well in order for me to start over I need to leave here because if I don't, I'm going to interfere in what he has and try to get him back and um, continue to be miserable. Miserable. And uh, yeah. And I know it's not easy because when people hear a story of domestic violence, they always say, well, why didn't you just leave? It's very, it's easier said than done in some cases because where I was, um, my family was not dealing with me because I, they had intervened. So I don't want you to think like no one intervened because they did. They literally, I had uncles and cousins come to the house ready to whoop his butt. And I protected him. Because I was like, I'm not going nowhere. I need to leave him alone. Like saying all this stuff. And like even just hearing those words come out of my mouth I feel so crazy because this man did not love me 
could care less about my safety. Literally tried to kill me on two occasions. Like, tried to kill me. And I'm protecting him. So they got to the point where they didn't want to deal with me. My friends didn't want to deal with me because they would talk to me. And I was like, okay, but I'm not leaving him alone. And I didn't. Because I depended on him so much. Like, I depended on him so much for everything. Like, I was not working. He financially was taking care of me. He was buying me cars. Like, he was providing for me. And I literally told God, like, I don't know what I'm going to do without him. I don't know what I'm going to do without him. (laughs) And I couldn't leave. And I, like, I know now there was, like, control. Like, literally, I was around this man every day for years until he started getting money and I was good enough for him. I wasn't cute enough for him. I wasn't good enough for him, period. And, um, yeah, he was around. I had to be around him all the time. And at the time, I'm thinking that's love, and I'm thinking, like, oh, he wants me around. But it really was control complete control so um yeah if you can try to find a strength from somewhere if it's not just yourself it's for, if you got kids don't allow your kids to be in that because some kids can repeat it that type of trauma and um you know this is a sad situation the Will Smith situation is sad my situation is sad. Trauma just plays a huge part in everything. So, um, on that note, I'm out. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Last night I heard the screaming, loud voices behind the wall. Another sleepless night for me, it won't do no good to call the police. Always come late if they come at all. Last night I heard the screaming, loud voices behind the wall. Another sleepless night for me, it won't do no good to call the police. Always come late if they come at all. And when they arrive, they say they can't interfere with domestic affairs. Between a man and his wife, and as they walk out the door, the tears well up in her eyes. Last night I heard the screaming, then a silence that chilled my soul. Prayed that I was dreaming when I saw the ambulance in the road. And the policeman said, I'm here to keep the peace. Will the crowd disperse? I think we all could use some sleep. Last night I heard the screaming, loud voices behind the wall. 
Another sleepless night for me. It won't do no good to call the police. Always come late if they come at all.